0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today Podcast. And welcome to episode 33 of the Fantasy NFL Today Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jay. Sticker. We're doing things a little bit different here today. I don't have my mic and board. I hope this is coming in clear. I am recording from my cell phone, and I hope this is coming in clear enough. We are officially in week nine. We are halfway through the NFL season. We're actually halfway through the NFL season at halftime of week nine games. We saw a Thursday night showdown between one of the, if not the, best team in the NFL in the Philadelphia Eagles versus one of the worst, if not the worst team in the Houston Texans. 14-14. I was getting a little nervous for the Philadelphia Eagles. I thought they came in. They looked like defensively they were coasting a little bit. But they surered that up at halftime. They came out and they won by 12. In terms of fantasy football with that game, I was really thinking that Devontae Smith was going to have a great game. It seems like one game, um, it's going to be A.J. Brown, and then the next game, it's going to be Devontae Smith. However, I was incredibly wrong. Devontae Smith went for a whopping one catch for 22 yards while A.J. Brown caught a touchdown pass. Hertz looked good. He definitely looked good. He was actually peppering Dallas Goddard more than we've seen all year long. That's something that I want to monitor moving forward. Is Dallas Goddard going to move into more of a pass catcher in terms of this Philadelphia Eagles offense? Is he going to leapfrog Devontae Smith as the number two targeted receiver slash tight end in Philadelphia? Or will Devontae Smith bounce back? I want to be 100% honest with you guys. I'm actually going to bench Devontae Smith next week. Um, He is getting me a little bit nervous. I think he's more of a wide receiver three moving forward. I have DK Metcalf on my team, who I'm gonna just easily pop in there and not really worry about it. However, if you have Devontae Smith, I would start looking on the waiver wire. There may be somebody on there that you wanna pick up, and that's what this episode is gonna be about. Guys that you could pick up due to injury as well as bye week So I'm going to get into that in a little while. Let me quickly touch base on the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. Pierce is that dude, guys. Like Coming out of Florida, I don't think he even had over 700 or 800 yards rushing in a season. He was a fourth-round draft pick. I was not that high on him. I thought he was going to be one of those running backs that played a good you know, number two-slash-three fiddle, bounced around for a while, then kind of fizzled out of the NFL. But, man... Was I wrong? This kid runs hard. He runs angry. He reminds me of Marshawn Lynch a little bit. Me and my buddies were talking on the phone uh, during that game, and they all agreed, you know, he is looking like Marshawn Lynch. He falls forward. He bounces off. He's explosive. I had a a trade in my dynasty team, and uh, somebody was offering me a second-round pick and Khalil Herbert for Damian Pierce. I said no. I really, I know Houston Texans is a dumpster fire. They are a dumpster, dumpster fire as a franchise. However, with Brandon Cooks being Brandon Cooks right now and throwing a fit and wanting to get traded, he has every right to do so. I would throw a fit too if I was on this team. However, they need a cornerstone on offense. And their quarterback is not that cornerstone. Cooks is not that cornerstone. So it's going to be Damian Pierce. Houston Texans need to build around Damian Pierce. They already have Michi coming back next year off of injury. A very talented wide receiver out of Alabama. An absolute speedster. A perfect complement to a great running game, right? Every running game needs a play-action type wide receiver. Michi down the field on post patterns fades. Deep, deep routes is going to be a great fit moving forward for Houston. So, if you're ready... I'm ready. Let's get this episode rolling. First on the list of things to talk about is Keenan Allen and the LA Chargers. Keenan Allen is said, to his, is said that his injury, his hamstring, has gotten worse over the bye week. This is not good for Keenan Allen owners. Okay. In high school, I tore my hamstring right off the bone, and my hamstring has not been the same since. I am now 33 years old. I feel it when it rains. Hamstring injuries are brutal. They are very tough to come back from. And what I mean by that is they just continue to linger. And it's always in the back of your mind. Keenan Allen is in trouble here, guys. And I'm telling you, he is in trouble. He is looking like he will not play this week. They are already out Williams. So what does that mean for fantasy purposes okay so if you do own one of these guys or you are like me and your wide receivers are all on bye weeks you are going to want to target the pass catchers on the chargers let me explain joshua palmer is definitely one of my number one plays this week if you are in need of a plug and play they need to throw the ball to somebody obviously if you have everett you're probably playing him at tight end already so i'm not even going to mention him here but palmer Okay. If he's available on your waiver wire, which he probably is not anymore, he's definitely been scooped. but if for some reason somebody dropped him to pick somebody else up and now he's a free agent or about to be a free agent, you're going to want to target him, and if you need to play him this week, play him with confidence. The second guy on the list is DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter is projected to have 11.10 PPR fantasy points this week. Looking back at DeAndre Carter's numbers, okay? DeAndre Carter is a very fast little wide receiver for the L.A. Chargers. In week seven, he had seven targets. That was there before their bye. He's had all bye week, and he's had all week this week to get up to speed to being in constantly on their three wide receiver sets. Now, let's look at opponent. The Atlanta Falcons have given up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. Okay? That is huge because when you have a good quarterback— and you have okay wide receivers going against a not-so-good, if not the worst, pass defense in the league, those okay wide receivers get a boost in my book. Now, of course, Austin Eckler is going to be involved in this passing game. I'm not an idiot. I understand that. But that being said, Austin Eckler was, I should say, limited in practice on Wednesday, which was yesterday. So that could mean two things. That could mean, A... They're just simply resting him and want him to be fully healthy because he's going to have a huge workload on Sunday. Or B, he actually is a little banged up. Either way, people, I love Joshua Palmer this week, and I love DeAndre Carter as well. I was unable to get Joshua Palmer on my waiver wire. He was already owned in all of my leagues, but I am starting DeAndre Carter in two of my leagues. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm putting DeAndre Carter right behind Joshua Palmer as my sleeper pick for week nine. The Los Angeles Rams are in shambles. Not only are they currently in shambles in the run game, but now Cooper Cup is banged up. News is coming out that he will play or he says he will play on Sunday. McVay also seconded that. He still has swelling um, in that ankle. However, it is not um, structural damage. So what that means is he can play on it. It will be swollen. It will hurt. It's going to be a pain tolerance thing. With that being said, they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. What do we know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is you can't run on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You must pass on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If Cooper Cup doesn't play or if Cooper Cup is banged up, Ben Skoronek, I can't ever say this guy's name, Skoronek, whatever the heck it is, okay, Ben, what the heck, is going to get a big boost here. Okay, and what I mean by that is he's going to see some more run in the pass game. He's been involved already for the LA Rams all season long on a limited basis, of course, because of Cooper Cup's target domination. But he's going to get a little bit of boost here. Allen Robinson, big boost. And Tyler Higbee big boost. Now, if you have Tyler Higbee, chances are you're probably starting him at tight end, but he's been really disappointing. He's had two really bad weeks in a row. However, this could be the week he turns it around. Not only will the Rams be forced to pass against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay has given up the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. I repeat, fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. Look for Tyler Higbee to bounce back here in week nine. The number one overall consensus pick in fantasy football this year, Jonathan Taylor, has officially busted thus far in the fantasy football season. And things don't look like they're getting any better. Jonathan Taylor is hurt again, still with that ankle injury. Uh, This is the same injury that forced him to miss two games. He re-injured it a little bit last game. He had to re-spat it up with tape uh, during the game. Came back in and finished the game, but just did not look the same. News is breaking that J- Jonathan Taylor is doubtful this week. So what does that mean in terms of fantasy, everybody? Deion Jackson is once again in play. Okay, um, when Jonathan Taylor went down with the injury in those two weeks, Deion Jackson balled out. I do like Deion Jackson here as well. If he's available, what are you waiting for? Go and grab Deion Jackson. And even if you don't play him this week, Hold on to him, because I am going on a limb right now, and I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor will eventually be shut down. Let me repeat, Jonathan Taylor will be shut down this year. Why do I think that? I don't think the Colts are going to be any good. I think they're going to lose and continue to lose games, so why would the Indianapolis Colts risk long-term injury on Jonathan Taylor, and why not they just sit him, rest him let, him, let him just rest that ankle, let it heal up, let's not risk any knee injuries moving forward, and let's get ready for next year. So what does that mean? Deion Jackson is going to be the number one running back in Indianapolis. So why not handcuff that right now and pick him up? You have nothing to lose, especially if it's an end of a bench spot. I am not saying drop somebody worth, of, it's worth something. Don't drop a potential, you know, one of your wide receiver threes. I'm saying if you have a a spot at the end of your bench, pick up Deion Jackson. If you have a flex spot that needs to be filled this week, pick pick up Deion Jackson. If you haven't already, go now. I repeat, go now because as soon as the news breaks that Jonathan Taylor is out, everybody is going to run to pick him up. Be ahead of the game. So, you know, the Cardinals have just been absolutely demoralized this year in terms of injuries, in terms of the suspension with Hopkins, and things are not getting any better as James Conner continues to be limited um, with that with that rib injury, and Darrell Williams was officially placed on IR because of his hip injury. That again leaves us with Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin has only averaged 11 Point one touches per game and giving us 10.3 fantasy points per game all season long. I, you know, the first week that James Conner sat, I was pretty high on Eno Benjamin, and then I saw him play and I wasn't so high on Eno Benjamin any longer. Okay, so in terms of fantasy purposes, what does this mean for the Arizona Cardinals? Well, Hopkins is going to continue to get fed this week for sure. Ertz is in line for a big game, I repeat. Zach Ertz in line for a big game. Why? The Seattle Seahawks haven't covered a tight end all year. They've given up the most points to tight ends this season. So look for Zach Ertz this year. I'm going to go. Zach Ertz in week 9 will have 15 plus fantasy points. I repeat, let's get Zach Ertz in those lineups, even in daily fantasy football lineups. Zach Ertz, 15 plus points. So The Carolina Panthers, right? Carolina Panthers. Oh, you know, we're going to have a full-on fire sale. We're getting rid of CMC. Um, We don't have a quarterback anymore, so we're going to put in P.J. Walker, and we're just going to throw the season. Things have actually turned around a little bit for Carolina. Seems like they're playing for the new coaching regime. It seems like P.J. Walker has brought a little bit of oomph to that offense. Deontay Foreman's running his brains out. I'm not saying that he's better than CMC by any stretch of the means, but he just seems like he's running very hard and fighting for yards. Now, in terms of fantasy purposes, obviously Deontay Foreman is already owned. I'm not going to talk about Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman, if you have him, is probably starting in your flex spot this week. But I do want to touch on, and I'm not talking about DJ Moore either. DJ Moore, obviously, get him in your lineup. He's been going, he's on fuego right now. Make sure he's playing for you this week. But another guy is Terrence Marshall. Okay. Terrence Marshall played 93% of the snaps last week, and he's turned into the clear cut number two wide receiver in Carolina. Do not drop anybody of value for Terrence Marshall. But what I'm saying is is kind of like what I said with Deion Jackson. If you have a spot at the end of your bench, I would suggest holding on to Terrence Marshall. Um, he was extremely uh, a, a, a very good talent in college. He's got big playability. So on those bye weeks, right, and when you when you don't when you're down wide receivers and you need wide receivers. You're looking for that big play guy, right? Looking for that explosive player on at wide receiver position. And Terrence Marshall could absolutely be that guy moving forward, right? Big play ability, could score a touchdown every other week type of guy, four catches, 65, 70 yards, and a score, something like that, right? Like he could go off or pop off on any given week. So you want to have guys like that on your team for bye weeks. So if you have a spot on your roster, get Terrence Marshall in that spot. He's He's a very capable, talented wide receiver that seemed to just not get along um, with the coaching staff prior to the change, but it looks like he solidified himself as a number two wide receiver in Carolina. Go ahead, do yourself a favor, use one of those last roster spots for Terrence Marshall. So I know this has been a little bit of a shorter episode than I've usually done. Um, You know, like I said, I'm recording this from my cell phone, so I'm hoping this turns out, you know, at least you can hear what I'm saying. But two more guys that I think you guys could look at this week in terms of a spot start. First guy is Matt Collins Collins, wide receiver for the Raiders. Um, car targeted Adams literally five times last week, guys. Five times. Mac Collins had seven catches for 64 yards on eight targets. Collins has double Digit fantasy points in back to back games. And weirdly, it seems like he's got a really good rapport with David Carr. Kind of like the rapport that Hunter Renfro had last year. Does anybody know where Hunter Renfro went? Like what happened to him? He was an absolute PPR machine last year. He's non existent on this offense. I don't I don't understand it. Um, you know, coming into the season, we thought that offensively he was going to get at least involved a little bit. I understood that he was going to lose some targets because of Devontae Adams, but to disappear and become a ghost this year, Hunter Renfro, it's, it's mind boggling. Okay. Matt Collins has actually jumped him in the uh, target share column there in, in, in LA. So I'm sorry, in Vegas. So if you need a spot start, Matt Collins is not a bad start. Next guy on my list who I like more than Mac Collins is Demarcus Robinson for the Baltimore Ravens. Bateman was just placed on IR. He is done for the rest of the season. Andrews, banged up. Ankle and shoulder. He has not practiced yet this week. So what does that mean in fantasy? Obviously, Isaiah likely gets a huge boost in the tight end spot if Andrews is out. But I do like Demarcus Robinson, even if... Andrews plays. Okay. Robinson uh, was targeted eight times. He caught six balls for 64 yards. He now gets the New Orleans Saints secondary, who's allowed the 10th most fantasy points to receivers this year. Jackson has to throw the ball to somebody, guys. Okay. He's got to throw the ball to somebody. So why not take a chance on Demarcus Robinson? I'll be honest with you. I am playing Demarcus Robinson this week in fantasy. I am. Crushed with bye weeks. I don't have a choice. Palmer was taken. Carter was taken. So I went with Demarcus Robinson. Okay? So in terms of my hierarchy and spot plays this week, of all the guys that I mentioned, obviously Deion Jackson, if Jonathan Taylor isn't playing, is my number one. I love Joshua Palmer as well. Underneath those two guys, I'm going Deion Jackson, uh, Deion Carter, I'm sorry, and then I'm going, Um. De- sorry, DeAndre Carter, and then I'm going... Marcus Robinson okay those are like my spot start starters this week these are guys that are not owned like probably own 30 percent or less in all fantasy leagues this year so one of those guys is probably available in your fantasy leagues if you need a start I highly suggest going to pick one of those guys up all right so that's going to put a bow on this episode I'm sorry that it was a quick episode I'm recording literally on my phone in my car and I got to run As always, we will be live on Sunday. If you haven't listened to us live on Sunday, we were 7-0 on our betting picks this week. uh, Last week, I'm sorry. We were money on our daily fantasy football picks, and we were golden on our rest of the year outlook on our start and sits. So make sure you tune in Sunday noon Eastern time. I post a link on my Twitter every single Sunday morning. It's also on my Twitter link, uh, or my Twitter site already. Meaning my Twitter page already. It's pinned to the top of my Twitter, at JP Sticko. Fids and I do research. We crush it, and I hope you can get involved. As always, y'all have a great rest of, or sorry, the great start of your weekend. I'll see everybody on Sunday noon Eastern on our YouTube live show. Peace, love, and fantasy football all right all right all right i understand that this is a fantasy football podcast but if you're into fantasy nba hoops do yourself a favor and make sure you go and get brewski 150 he was the first guy to lead everybody in the fantasy nba world to guys like tyrese hillburton the Jonte Murray, Terry Rogier, and Mikheel Bridges. The Bruski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass at just $599 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade your Fantasy Pass now and dominate your